What is the measure of a man? What does it mean to lead a life well lived? I often thought about those questions, and with the help of John Assetti, I had the opportunity to explore them through John's amazing life. John is spry and vibrant at the age of 93, and I met him after he had published his seventh book at age 92. As I got to know John and his life story, I wanted to share this amazing and inspiring journey, which began in Niagara Falls in the 1930s, to his current life in the hill country of Texas. Overcoming an humiliating childhood incident at age eight, John was the first in his family to go to college, served in the Air Force, became a teacher, a principal, and retired from his first career. In his second career, He and his wife traveled internationally and ended up in Kerrville, Texas, where John began yet another career as an author. Join me on this most fascinating journey from last to first with John Assetti. In this episode, John Assetti talks about international exchange student programs he was involved with. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox back with John Assetti. John, we are to the point where you're about to tell me about something on the team to Sweden. Could you tell us about that? I'd be very happy to and honored to do it. Um, After returning from Argentina with the Rotary Club for four weeks to further international understanding, for a couple of years, I began thinking about maybe something else that I could do on an international level that would benefit other people. And so I think it was two years after my wife and I had a, an exchange student from Sweden stay at our house. And during our many discussions and talks, I asked them what was it like in Sweden to live and what was the latest information about the culture of Sweden, the experiences that you've had in Sweden as a student. And the thought that I had was, wouldn't it be a good idea I was only thinking about this myself, is that I wonder if I could initiate what they call it, what I would call an early start to exchange students, which you usually don't at the high school. Why not initiate it, at least explore the idea, initiate a program. What if I took a teacher and an elementary student to Sweden for a week, 10 days? Visit their schools, the student would attend classes, the teacher would teach, do some teaching there, and I would try to talk to as many different people as possible, such as not only students, teachers, administrators, superintendent, people in the public, college people, which I did, and find out more about the culture and the history of Sweden and compare it to our own. So I said, gee, that would be a great thing to do, but Boy, there's a lot of people that would have to be involved. And so I wrote up a proposal for this to, again, just my school, is to discuss it with the faculty and give them an opportunity to see if anyone may be interested. And we would go for, we would go during Easter vacation, our Easter vacation, and we, the student and teacher would not lose out in any school. And we would stay like a week, maybe 10 days. And this would not be a vacation. This would be a working session, by the way, for all of us. And uh, we would try to 
obtain as much information from all kinds of people while we were there as a learning situation. And I said that wouldn't it be great for a teacher to have that experience now? But more so, what a more important thing would be a student who can have that kind of international experience at the elementary level, and then as they move to the middle school and high school, that person can maybe be instrumental in talking to other people what her experiences or his experiences were. So other kids at the high school can say, hey, maybe I should apply for a position as exchange student and go away for three months or a year. I said, that's not a, to me, my, to myself, I said, I think it's a great idea. It's an early start. And if we explore it and we do it, at least try it and see how people react to it. So I wrote out the proposal. The first thing I submitted it was to my superintendent of schools. What do you think, sir? It's not too bad. He says, are you going to pay for it? And I said, no. And he said, how are you going to pay for it? I said, I'll tell you what I'd like. I'd like to have a teacher go, and a student, fifth grade student. I want that student to come back and spend another year at the school, again, to learn and share with our students what the experiences he or she had. I said, what I'd like to do is to have the Rotary Club pay for the teacher's expense. I can submit that to the Rotary Club. And as far as the student's concerned, I would ask the PTA to do that if they're interested. If that all works out, then I'll pay my own way. He said, that's not too bad. He said, I have to talk to the board about this. I said, that's fine. No problem. I understand. I already knew that. And if I got approval, then he says, go ahead and follow up on it. Because I would have to write to the Rotary president and the PTA president to find out if they're interested. And that's what I did. I found out Rotary was extremely interested because they're internationally excited about things like that. And the PTO said, yeah, sure, why not? And then I would have a subcommittee of Rotarians select the teacher and student, not me. They would select. They would have to go for an interview. Not only interview the student, but interview their parents, explain everything, what would happen. The teacher would be responsible for the student, and I'd be responsible for both of them. So I had to have a tight rein on them. No, I didn't have to, but we stayed at the home. We did go. We did stay at the homes of Swedish people. They, I made contact with the president of the Rotary Club where this exchange student that was living with me came from. And he was surprised and very, I said, acceptable to have us come. He said, well, I would be very happy to make arrangements for you to stay at different homes. And that would work out fine. we get some Rotarians to help out. I said, okay, go to a meeting also. So anyway, we got money from the Rotary Club. We got money from the PTO. We made plane arrangements. We had a big article. It's in here, in the paper, <laughs> on it as we were sent off. Got a lot of flack from some people, by the way. Ooh, man. I bet I get you flack. did. And I knew it would come. Sure. And I was ready for it. And guess who I got most of the flack from? from the parents? No. High school teachers. <laughs> And administration, administrators. That's not what you should be doing. You should be teaching. That's three hours. <laughs> and I always respond. I says, I know, I know, you're right. But what do I do with the child who knows the three hours? Keep teaching the three hours. <laughs> and they didn't know what to So anyway, the secondary people always like to tell elementary people how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, and why to do it. I don't know why they're that way. But anyway... We, uh, we flew to Sweden. We were picked up by Rotarians. 
And I was taken to one family's house where I stayed. Very nice people, by the way. And, and the teacher and the student stayed at another Swedish family house for a week. Now, the child attended classes in this one school. That's where the teacher helped teaching, teach there about the United States and the American culture and educational programs that she was involved in. And I sat in some middle school classes and high school classes. I talked to some parents, talked to some administrators, some board members. So got a real feel for what this whole educational program was. Now, on a week, one weekend we were there, they, I think one week or two weekends, one weekend or two weekends, they then, they took us around to see the historical places around their city. And that was fascinating. And they told us about the wildlife, especially the birds. They would fly down to Africa. I think there were swans and it came up north every summer. And they showed us the some of the swans that were there. They're just arriving, they said. But it was, a, it was a spectacular experience, primarily because people opened up and were willing to share and willing to talk and willing to accommodate us. And I thought that was just awesome, by the way. But as the principal, director, call it what you want, we were each responsible for maintaining a journal extremely important, including me. And uh, now there was one other person that came with us, and I didn't expect this. That was a surprise, and I approved of it. One of the board members, a <laughs> school board member. That's interesting. Yeah. She, she was Swedish, and she had relatives in Sweden. She said, I'd like to come and join the group, and I can be with you for a little while, but then I'll be visiting my friends, and I'll come back. I said, yeah, no problem at all. Sure, that's great. And we can talk about this with our Swedish friends. That We brought a Swedish person with us who has relatives here. Talk about connections. My God, it's just wild. We came back now. The student and teacher, including myself, we gave a talk to the whole school in the assembly program, explained the program to them. And they submitted their application. They submitted their diary journal. They had to write up a whole program. They sent one to me, each of them. They sent one to the PTO president, the Rotary president, the superintendent of schools, and I think that was it. All the ones that were head of the whole program. So they each received a copy of this report, so they would know that we're justifying why we went. And it worked out beautiful. And got a lot of positive reactions from my school staff and students and parents. They were overjoyed that this opportunity was given to their students, to their teachers, and to their school. But that was my thinking, international, international, international. And, and why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we do that? As an early start, because when those kids get to high school, they have to start making some major decisions. Do they want to become a student, an exchange student? Do they want to travel abroad? I've had that experience, and that's what they apply when they get older. That was it. John, I think we're at the end of this episode, so I look forward to continuing this conversation. Thank you. Same here, Tom. I appreciate your interest and your time. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode one of From Last to First, the John Assetti story. It's been my privilege to work with John on this project. He has used it to jumpstart his autobiography, which will be coming out 
in the next month or two, and I will certainly let you know when that happens. We've linked to John's author page on Amazon.com in the show notes, so check out some of the great books by John Assetti. From last to first, the John Assetti story is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.